I was scared. I was scared. I was scared too. You're listening to. I was scared too. Michael Myers. Freddy Krueger. Chucky. The Leprechaun. Take it away, Mr. Movies. Give him hell, Pig Cinema. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, woo. Oh, woo. Happy a woo year. Oh my God! Happy a new <laughs> year! Prepared. Indeed. You came in prepared. Yeah. You guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Da 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 So this is a woo year. Da da. Oh, Death Cab for Cutie, the new gotcha. year. Gosh, I am just running into all these non-Death Cab fans lately. Nope. Yep. Sorry, my sister. Hey. I'll give you my sister's number. You can text about Death Cab for Cutie. Please do. Please do. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, listeners, this is not the podcast where I text my co-host sister about. Are death you cab. talking death cab for cutie to me? Can you imagine? Hopefully, they probably like them, right? Yeah, they, they probably must. know them personally, right? Ben Gibbard's oh, yeah. done some sketch for what Scott, I'm sure. Yeah, that must be the case. No, no, no. No, ben no, Gibbard, no, no, no. Ben Big Gibbard's been on Parks and Recreation, right? Ben, oh yeah, he probably <laughs> played like a silly character. They put him in a full-on fat suit. Yeah, gave him a name like Mister Magoofus. I think that's what happened. Well, yes, I'm remembering in the last uh, season that's what happened. Yeah, and then Aubrey Plaza goes, "Whoa, who invited the hung?" And the joke yeah. is, it's like, well, only she, she's into. Yeah, and then Mr. at the Magoofist. end, Mr. Magoofus performs a rousing song for everybody. Yes, that's good. That makes every th- all three plot lines resolve. Yeah, everyone goes, you know what? Right, the answer is in this song. Thanks, Mr. Magoofus. <laughs> yeah. He says, "Gorge, yeah. you're welcome." Ben Gibbard's a good actor. Now that I'm remembering this episode of Parks and Recreation, <laughs> yeah, he's really that- good in it. I was, I was like, it, it was, it was, I was like, maybe I just like him, so I'm being nice. And then he has that scene where he delivers, you know, that monologue about how his parents died in a car accident, yeah, and how that gave him an eating disorder. But yeah. now he realizes he can't. And that's live. how he lost all that weight. And you're like, wait, he was heavier than this? Yeah, <laughs> Mister <a> Magoo- joke. <laughs> It's it's an okay a good, joke. It's a good joke. Touchy yeah. subject, but pretty good, you know, structure. It was 2011. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it was, <laughs> I think it was that was a million years, but it was later than that, I think. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Either way, it was still a different time. Parks and Recreation is firmly a different time. <laughs> a show where Louis C.K. can play a cop and everybody's happy about it, it's yes. a different time. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happy New Year. What, happy what? New Year. This I is... mean, guys, we're not gonna list the band members of Kiss. That that's a that's a 2020 bit. Here we we're gonna talk about Ben Gibbard's, uh, you know, uh, appearance of Parks and Recreation. But that's done. That's New done. Year. New Year. F- fresh starting up, uh, jumping on point with this. Uh, what we're doing today. But Jay Z, you're right. about to say. But what is this? Yeah. Why this is? I was scared too. A horror movie. Podcast. <laughs> podcast, yes. Ooh, indeed. the scariest Ooh. part. Ah, just that title is enough for some people to s- run away. Yeah. Podcast. I tell you, man, 
Uh, my parents, I've had to explain what a podcast is to my parents so many times. And <laughs> it's just like, guys, it's yes. a radio show that is pre-recorded. That's it. It's a radio show that you can listen at any time. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's not that bad. It's not that hard. Oh, my God. And I'll say one thing first. Mm-hmm. The existence of Twitch has made yes. explaining podcasts to my mom even harder. Oh, why is that? Because that is Twitch is almost what she assumed a podcast was. Ah, uh, okay. but it's I not. Can see that. Yes. So, I can see and that, now though. that's just one, that's one other new thing for her to try and understand that just isn't gonna happen. I, and honestly, can't blame her because I could. I still did, couldn't figure out Snapchat. I gave up on Snapchat because I couldn't figure it out. So I yeah, I'm with you there. But also, it's like my mom. Again, she's like, so like, you just well, you got to tune in for your podcast. You go, I can listen to it anytime. She's like, huh? Like, yeah, it's just you it's on work. your. Well, it you comes out work. on. It like comes out on like I don't know Sunday at two a.m. or Monday morning, you know. But it's yeah. just there forever. It's I, like I the mail. Yeah. Once the mail's delivered, you have access to it. Podcast Try that is, next time. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> but then even my mom has been on our podcast now, and it's still. <laughs> Well, get again, it. the fact that we've live streamed and yes, potted, exactly. probably is throwing her off. But or then too, it's like you know, like a uh, big fan of the podcast Blank Check. Let's give them some 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 promotion. Griffin and David, our and our David. boys, Ben, it's a wonderful podcast. <laughs> Ben, Ange, yeah. Um, but you know, I'll be like, oh, you know, I like sometimes I'll watch the movie ahead of time so I can you know yeah. enjoy the episode in that way, and then. But then sometimes I watch movies for this podcast, and she yeah. cannot. I'm like, she cannot keep a track of uh, what homework you're doing, what for what class. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. I'm like, and or she's like, well, you got to watch another Zemeckis movie, don't you? I'm like, first of all, mom, slow your roll. But second of all, it's like I can listen. I can, I can skip I can, the walk. I'm good. Skip the walk. Oh, I'm gonna skip the walk. Already. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, New Year. Yes. Do you have a New Year's resolution? Whew. Yes, I guess I'll just say it. Yes, my resolution is to finish the 12 steps. Now, what step are you on? I'm back on step four. Okay. This is the annoying thing. You move to a new city, not to poke behind the AA curtain, but you move to a new city. I had like four steps. It's kind of one of the, the, it's the first real hard one. You have to do a lot of work. What what do you mind sharing what the stuff is? Sure, it's uh it's like a you do a moral inventory. It's kind of a vague notion, but basically yeah. you make up a list of everyone you've ever had a, a uh, resentment towards, sure, sure. and then kind of do some work like, well, what was my part of this? And you know, you kind of confront your past and look inside yourself in that way. And it's it's it, it's a hard one. It's a lot of work, sure. you know. Sometimes when you're starting out, it's like uh, you're going through enough weird stuff already. You're like, I don't want to do this, you know. Yeah. I finally got done with it, more or less, with in, in New York, and then I moved, and I found out I had to start all over with a Just new sponsor. Just by virtue of move. Oh, I gotcha, gotcha. Just because the guy's like, I need to get to know you. Sure. You know, can't just dive into it. I'm like, all right, that's fair. So, but you know, I'm. Thankfully, like a year and eight months sober or so. So God bless. Feeling pretty good about that. That said, it's like would love to get done with it, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's just, like a never ending battle, right? Isn't that? That is the thing, too. Yeah. And I, I've almost had to forget that because I use that to like coast. Right. I'm, like, I'm like, oh, I got my whole life to work these steps. And then I'm like, well, sure. I should actually work them. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
But then well, that's great, Jason. Yeah. So that's I guess that's the big one. Sure. Other than that, maybe read a little more. But I always sure. say that and fail pretty hard. Well, you gotta have your you know like a magic. The Gathering card deck. You got to have certain cards that are just there, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just it's on the bench, and uh, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Fesh? Any New Year's resolutions? Uh, anybody keeping a uh, 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 close watch on my descent into madness to become the new Walt Disney will know. Uh, I'm gonna get into <laughs> get into suits this year. Hell I'm, yeah! I've got to become crazy and try to wear a suit five days out. Of, I'm gonna Paul F. Tompkins it up. Hell yeah! Uh, from from here on out. Uh, not from here on out. Uh, soon, I'm gonna. That, that process will start in 2021. Uh, Hell yeah! Yeah. So that's where. Did, what what it was, uh, what inspired this descent into Disney? <laughs> I, I guess Fesh Plus, and then then listening to all of the podcasts, the ride, and watching you know Defunctland, all that stuff. Uh, when I went to Disney in, in in February of 2020, you know, or or in February of 2018, I, the last night I always kind of go insane and be like, hmm, I never want to leave here. I would love to live inside of the Magic Kingdom <laughs> if I could. Uh, and there's a lot to analyze there, but you know, also let's say it, we love bits over here. We're we a, love bits. We're, we're, I think we're one of the original bitsmen. Perf- to be perfectly honest. God damn it! Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and but the difference as we always bring up is that we still do it. I'm not just saying, "Hey, I'm into suits now," and then never be in a suit. Yeah. Except for the Japan thing, obviously. Yes. <laughs> but yes, other yes. than obviously, that, obviously, Fesh did not move to Osaka, Japan. Yeah. But maybe someday. Um. But yeah. Uh. And I think it'd just be. Re- I think it's the f- one of the funnier things is to set up a world for myself where it's news that I'm wearing a suit. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. And I think that plays perfectly into who we're covering this month. Just an era and time of just where men just wore suits. That's right. And what is Fesh teeing up? Why, it's Hitchcock month. <laughs> yes, you know Alfred, by that song. You really got me now. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock's theme song. You really got me by the Kings. Yeah. That's oh, right. Alfred, you really got me got now. Got me now. You got, oh gosh. So I can't sleep me. at night because I'm scared of the psychological thrillers you're putting out. That's right. Is this is the subtext of the kinks. Correct. Guys, uh, yeah. So, you know, we put, uh, we said horror movies and I think this is one of the, like the building blocks, right? These are psychological yeah. thrillers we're going to be covering for the most part. You could argue the birds and I'm sure we will, but, uh. The, the, and Psycho 2, Slashy, and all that stuff, but it's it's still more about fear than it is about blood. You That's know? right, yes. And fear is the foundation of horror. It's the blood life of horror. Yeah. Quite frankly. Fear is the, uh, fear is the blood life. Is, that's a deaf cat for cutie lyric. Fear is the blood life of horror. <laughs> Very it's deep, cool. It's deep within I will follow you into the dark. Are you yes. sure that's not like the... that? Uh, when uh, Postal Service came back and no one cared. <laughs> yeah, it sounds more like that. Oh, oh, yes, you're right, you're right. That's from the 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 B side of the. Like people the were excited when I say nobody cared, but like it just didn't stick. It just didn't hit the same way. How do you follow up with the after that yeah. much time? Especially you know? when it's like, well, we're just gonna tour around basketball arenas and play the album from ten years ago. Right. It's like, but a new album's like, and also nah. play. Play, yeah. You know, it's it's we it's it's on a laptop. You know, we answered. Everyone in America has always said we love death. We love Ben Gibbard, but we never get to see him dance. 
He's always too busy with that dumb guitar. Get the guitar out. Let's see the man dance. Wow. Did he dance at the Barclay Center? He did. <laughs> like in Paul Stanley w- wiggling his little butt? In that way, he's like, all right. And as soon as he makes the second twist, you can see him go, was this a bad idea? And he's like, ah, I got to keep going. I can relate to that. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Hitchcock, Alfred, A-H, ah, ah is what you say when you watch his movies, right? Alf- yeah. Alfred Hitchcock. Alfie, ah. Uh, we, Alfie Hitch, that could be our name for him yeah, on this podcast. Yep. Uh, the old H cock, you know? H cock, give it to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so who, this is, you know, who is Alfred Hitchcock? Who is this guy? What do we know about? Do you know, in the big, like any fucking WWE countdown show, <laughs> the top fifty tag teams of all time. It's like yeah. the opening shots always David Otunga being like, "Now what is a tag team?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, uh, yeah. I've just got a fat guy <laughs> who made movies. Is he? I'm crazy. I, I'll be honest, JCD. I, I don't know that much. Is he British? He is British. Uh, okay, but by the end of his life. He lived in America so long, he almost sounded American at times. But he well, was born in America, in London. <laughs> <laughs> from Blackpool, from Liverpool, from wh- which pool was uh, uh, Alfred Hitchcock born in? He was born in the Blackpool. He was? No, no. Great. Or let's see. Leightonstone. Leightonstone, great. Leightonstone, probably. They it's spelled stone, but they say stun kind of thing. Mm-hmm, probably, yeah. Probably on. Oh my goodness, this is crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh well, yes, I remember now. He was born a day before Fesh, August thirteenth. August thirteenth, eighteen ninety nine. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. And he died on April. Eighty one years and one days before I showed up. Yeah. Or ninety one. Ninety one days. Wow, yeah. 91 years in one day. Jesus. He died at um, 80 years old. 80 is a good time to die. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I think that's probably like the perfect number. I mean, my 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 dad is like uh-huh. planning to live to 111. 120, uh, 111, that's right. And, and I told him, I, I maybe I've already mentioned this on the podcast this year, so. but I cannot get over it. I met a 94-year-old, and he was too damn old. <laughs> Sure, but there's also the uh, you know Guinness Book of World Records. The oldest snowboarder was 120. and was doing great. That's it, pretty it amazing. All depends, you know. I guess so. I guess I just say this guy I met. All this, all, all disrespect to him. <laughs> he was looking good. He looked like in as good a shape as you could be at 94, and he was still uh, it was just like at that age. The the stuff things are just gonna fall but apart. Think about this, JZT. We yes. humans adapt. This year has been crazy for everyone, and yeah, and the amount of stuff that people have made it through and just learned to live with when it's that slow to like this was sudden and like when it's that slow you just you just this is how i move now you know that's this true my oh yeah it's like now you know and i'm sure you're just like there's a piece within you where you're like where have i got to go like everything yeah. i need is right here absolutely so you're right i, t- I uh, yeah i w- still I, 80s a great number 80s good i think yeah I don't mind. I'm not gonna reach that. So whatever, <laughs> the way I live, that's just no, not in the cards. Um, I mean, what? What Disney died at what age? I have to die at the same age as Disney. You're right. Let me <laughs> go to the 
This is my hacker music. I'm hacking it's into good. The, you wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't. Yeah. Why would you steal a movie? Yeah. He died at 65. Yeah, that sounds right. That's a good age to live. I think that's a good goal for you. Fat. That's pretty young. For, uh, yeah, for me, sure. But that's pretty young in general. It is. I um, remember yeah. being a kid and hearing when, like, when a celebrity died at like 51 and people being like, oh, so young. I'm like, 51? He's old. Okay, and, yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I'll be that in a week. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's pump it, the brakes. We, uh, like, it's funny you say that because... I watched this like 2020 special on John Lennon with my mom in mm. his last days and did not realize I knew he died youngish. Yeah. I didn't realize he died at like 41. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, shit. And then now, <laughs> and, and my mom goes, that's your you see now. You're yeah. Well, again, I, I didn't care about the 27 club until I was like 27. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I haven't even started yet. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And Alfred Hitchcock died at 80. He died at 80, yes. So that would be 19... What year was that? That was 19... 89, right? He was born in 89, and he died oh, in... Uh, oh, 1980. Wow. Same so year as John Lennon. No. Oh, my goodness. Right? Or is that 81. Yes. Same year as Neil Peart. Yes. Get, uh, sorry, Fish. I have to apologize. What? A new, a damn news notification distracted me, uh, and no. then I, and then I was like, I got it's gonna bug me, and then I looked at the news page, and another goddamn this Trump guy's gotta go. Yeah. And let's let's it. not let's not. You're right. That's it. Let's yeah. Not. That's all. Sorry. All right. That's I might okay. edit, I'll probably edit that out. Anyway. That's fine. But yes. And Alfred Hitchcock made what we call films. Yes, um, moving images, the moving accompanied images. by sound. But which crazy is mm. some of his early ones, no <gasps> sound. Whoa! He started in the beginning, in the uh, in the silent age. Yes, yeah, that's well, cool. It's cool. Let's see. I bought this book years yeah. ago called Hitch. I'm raising up to the camera. It's called Hitchcock Truffaut, mm. and. The French film critic and director Francois Truffaut interviews Alfred Hitchcock oh, about cool. his whole career and and all his movies, and it's and it's a it's a it's a classic gift that no one has read. Yeah, you get this for someone who loves movies. They go wonderful, and they never get to it for whatever reason. Yeah. But it's very good. And have I start read it all? No, yeah. dear listeners, no. I tried. I've read parts. It's good. But appreciate your honesty. Well, thank you. Thank you, Fesh. If, if I'm nothing, if not honest, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you must admit, my dear sure. Roy. I guess I'm you're. Yeah, I don't think you've honest. ever really like outright lied to me. Not that I know of. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. He started in well, and this is what I uh, from the little I've read. I think well, you know, he he was an advertising guy. <laughs> he worked there. Just I want to real quick say, guys, I know you're sitting here going, okay, now who do they get to come into this episode? To really, No one. We're alone <laughs> yeah. on this one because we've got this covered. That's right. It's <laughs> No, we said, should we get an expert? We said, nah, I think I got this. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. And, and that's right, listeners. If you're waiting for a guest, no guest. Keep waiting, sister, because it's going to be a while. In this episode, as Fesh said, Finally, some twin time. twin time. Which actually, this might be a good point. I did, 
I tried to reach out to a film school professor I knew, <laughs> and he uh, it would have you know very he ghosted you. Not goes well. He's a cool guy. He was a mm-hmm. great teacher. Very love film. Talks about mm-hmm. it great. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. thought it it could have been an interesting episode. It mm-hmm. also could have been awkward as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but you know, I, I figured I should try. I yeah. emailed him. It's like, would you like to do this? You know. And he goes, interesting. I could be game. That's what he said. <laughs> Which is one of those emails where you're like, why bother sending that email? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then I followed up with like it would be fun. It would be interesting. Uh, you know, yeah. One of those again, whatever is good for you. Right. Or, we'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah. And then no response. And then I was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna follow too much further yeah. on it. I think let's have some twin time. We gotta have some twin time. Um and also we got it covered. We're fine. We're explaining exactly. who Alfred Hitchcock is. I read a little bit of this damn book. I know yeah. everything there is to know about Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, and again, we're so this it's Hitchcock Monk Month because we've got one of the rare Five Friday months. That's right. Uh, and so we're covering five of his movies. <laughs> I mean, I, I I looked up to be like, what are like the most horror ones? You know, there's always suspense in a Hitchcock thing, but like That's uh, right. North by Northwest is more action-esque yes yeah it's not so much about rebecca that's a sweeping romance exactly i think you know we're probably missing some but i think these are like the canonical canonical and then frenzy is kind of like the he's trying to snake charm and get hit with the times of stuff that's gonna be fun that's yeah there's some narrative to that maybe we'll see um you know he's got a real iconic silhouette because of that tv show yes it is just so funny that one of the most known things about it is like well he's a fat man <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean he's a fat man he's, he's a, a fat, fat man, man. <laughs> yeah um so today we're kicking hitchcock month off with rear window looking out that window based on Cornell Woolrich's 1942 short story, It Had to Be Murder. It had to be murder. Uh, it's from 1954, the film? Yes, yes. <clears throat> and it stars James Stewart. James Stewart. What I'll marry. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> it's funny because watching this movie, I was like, this fucking actor has been ruined for me. <laughs> like, sure. He he's just, very good, but the yeah the the yeah. the voice is uh, it's we can't help but hear you know a Matt Besser adjacent person <laughs> yeah, yeah giving it what for it's like it's it is like him and Bill Cosby for a while right, where it's like right. every fucker can do yep. a this impression but then Bill Cosby disappeared yep woohoo um. Who or just this? yeah, or just like the what if Jimmy Stewart was fucking somebody? Like, yeah, yep, yeah, that's the bit. And if Donald Duck were easier to do, he'd be on. The <laughs> list, but, uh, can you do? Off. Can you give us a Donnie? Can you give us? Show us your ah, Donnie. Suck me off. <laughs> it's more of a daffy. That was, that was more of a daff. Daffy. daffy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're right. The ducks are hard to do. The ducks are hard. <laughs> I think I can do a decent g- gorge. Suck me off. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's if for the listeners that never got to go to a midnight Chelsea show, that's what you're missing. <laughs> um, uh, who else is in this movie? Grace Kelly, who's a that's very her, huh? Elegant lady from the, from the Micah song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, very cool. She uh, okay the the um the slightly older woman Thelma Ritter who pl- yes mm-hmm. who played the like nurse. Mm-hmm. My parents went crazy for. She's they cool. Love yeah, she's very cool. I guess she also did Broadway. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, she died at sixty six. One year later than Walt Disney. Wow. I mean, different quality of life at the time. Maybe. Perchance, yeah. Maybe. Which um, is something they'll be saying sixty years now about the COVID. Uh, never yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Um. So one thing I discovered this year about myself is that I get jacked up when a movie has rain in it. <laughs> like when it's raining in a movie, I'm like, "This is like it, I, 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 it." Well, for a long time, it was subconscious, but it's like, "Oh, I really loved that movie because it was raining the whole time." <laughs> like that's a big factor for me. Ooh, yeah. And another thing that this movie made me realize I miss from a lot of movies is because it's more theatrical at this point, right? We're still on a set and it's still like big one shots and long takes is when people are just doing business while talking. <laughs> like when she massages him in like the opening and it's like oh, yeah. one long shot and it's it's him lying down, like taking shirt off, lying down, doing the massage, getting back up into the chair while we're doing all of that stuff. Loved it. And that's like oh, a classic, yeah. like, yeah, again, an improv note to be like, if you're just talking, do some object work. But it really, it works. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, this this Hitchcock fella. Yeah, is an extremely visual storyteller. He was mm. a big adamant, and that's uh, on you know movement and telling the yeah. story as much. There's a cool quote on one of the, I think on the um, on the Blu-ray, a bonus feature. One kind of cool thing is they have the audio excerpt from when Truffaut interviewed him about oh. Rear Window on the Rear Window Blu-ray. I have that's cool. And he has a cool quote where he says, "In a very uh, and listeners, good evening, good evening. <laughs> I am Alfred Hitchcock, and I'm about to quote myself. <laughs> I'm about to quote myself. <laughs> oh, I heard croach, and I was like, nah, this is some regional slang. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you ever croach yourself, boy? <laughs> when the wife's away." The mice will play. Yeah, tell me about it. Crouching in the boys' room. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, crouching. Ooh. I think we are uh, on the verge of some merch there. Alfred Hitchcock yeah. crouching in the boys' room. <laughs> Top parody song of 1954, man. <laughs> All right, oh, wait. so what's the quote? He was, it's something effective like, you strangle the first writer who says, we can cover it in dialogue. Mm. Which, you know, we, or we can fix it in a line of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, and, and I think, but, you know, it's cool diving into more of these Hitchcock movies. You do kind of realize, like, you know, so often you're watching movies someone you're like, wait, what's happening with this character? Yeah. And you're like, oh, they they explained his cousin is schizophrenic, so he's right. worried, he, whatever, you know. But then it is, there is something where it's like, when you like see something happen on on screen, yeah, you, you just remember it or know it so much. It's just so like subtle and intuitive. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, well I saw that dagger, so I know it's in the room. Right. 
As opposed to someone being like, yes, I have five daggers in this house. Right. And it's, again, for like a book, yeah, maybe dialogue is, you know, is that's fine because it's equal as uh, equally as visual as anything else in the book. But with, you know, the mind numbing idiocy that is movies. Ugh, yeah. I wish people read more. Uh, yeah. you, you need visual stimulation. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, put down the movies and pick up a book. <laughs> Why don't you? Hey, I'm uh for me my thing is if you go to somebody's apartment and they don't have any books, don't fuck them, you know? Yeah. Do you feel yeah. that way too? Oh my god, I was I was fucking this broad, right? At my place. <laughs> Whoa, okay. And right. you know, she's fucking me cuz I got a whole <laughs> stack of books. And then one night I go over to her place. She ain't got no books. I said, "I'm out of here, baby." And she said, "No, JZT." Yeah. And then <laughs> I felt really bad. I felt bad uh, about it cuz I realized it was pretty abrupt and we'd been dating for 6 months uh, and I had feelings for her. But I had to leave cuz she didn't have any books. She didn't read enough. Is she didn't read enough. And that's on me. I should have figured out 6 months in. Hey, this broad never <laughs> brings up what book she's reading. Or whenever I ask her, "Hey, what book are you reading?" she goes, "Ha!" Oh, man, this one time I asked somebody what book they were reading, they go, does the TV guide count? Oh, so. bam home run. bam yeah. Home run jokes. Hey, we're hitting a lot of homers in this episode. Dude, this is a great episode. bam yeah. So Rear Window is about a guy who's hurt physically. He's got a bum leg. His leg's broken. And how did he break his leg? Taking yeah. a photo of like a NASCAR race. This guy is <laughs> is a photographer by yes. trade and by hobby. It seems mm-hmm. a real active guy. Absolutely. One thing that's very important to note about this movie is it is in 1950 something. No mm-hmm. internet. <laughs> no internet. <laughs> no digital. No cameras on your phone because you didn't have a phone you carried around with you. That's you had to carry right. A big ass camera around. So to be a photographer at this point, was actually interesting. Yes. <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> this guy, and he wasn't, he's stuck at home. He's not on his phone. Great. Sh- on he, he's not streaming shows on Hulu no, no, no. or Peacock. And he's not one of these like, oh, well, if I'm stuck at home, I'll start an OnlyFans. OnlyFans didn't exist didn't yet. Didn't exist yet. And also just where the sexual mores are right now, you know, selling pictures of a nude man was probably harder at the time. It, it probably it was more of a niche hard. market. Yeah, it was probably technically illegal. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Maybe in some place, maybe not New York City where this movie is set. Uh, I couldn't tell. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, undeniably, it's like a set. You know, yeah. a studio, but if you, but if it's you, just that movie thing of like New York has a bunch of alleyways, right? It's like no, but I understand that <laughs> right, movies yeah, think yeah. that. I feel like uh, Grace Kelly's character references like Madison Avenue a lot, or he talks about her in the like, lifestyle, yeah, of, like the Park Avenue, whatever. Yeah, yes, could be, but yeah, but it is. It's it's a pretty cool setting for a guy who's just like he's an he's almost like a, you get the sense of very. Always on the run, always like trying to take photos, hustling to get stuff. And then it's like he broke his leg. He's stuck in an apartment. And now he's got to find the beauty in the mundane, it seems. Yes. 
And do you he find does. The beauty of, do you find the beauty in the mundane, JZT? I do now. I yeah. feel like in the last year and a half, I just like every now and then I'm like, hey, this is a nice tree. Yeah. And I'll just stand there for a minute and go, yeah, pretty nice. Or like, hey, this street light, it's illuminating this grass in a cool way. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, how about you, Fesh? You appreciate the uh, the beauty in the mundane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. Totally. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know that I uh, care for the bombastic too much in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I think part of that is a New York City thing, though. You're like, oh, here's a big uh, car accident that happened over here. Keep on moving, pal. Don't need to stop to take no pictures of that. In New York City, you yeah. got to keep rolling, rolling, yeah, rolling. Yeah, keep your head down. What? Yeah, keep your nose clean, keep your head down. Um, and so, again, speaking to the like the theatrical nature of maybe movies at large at this time, but it's like, yeah, it's a big set, and like the geography of the place is is what most of the movie is setting up, right? It's it's a lot yes. of you just being like, this is how, this is where this is in relation mm-hmm. to this thing, and that's something I feel is missing from a lot of movies. Yeah, when, when you see it in a movie these days, you're like. Thank goodness. Wow. I forgot you can do that. Yeah. There is like, a, yeah, it's like an almost orchestral way. It's just setting up like. You got the like, woodwinds over here. You yes. got the brass over there. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, it's like it, my question for you, Fish. Are yeah. we covering we a window? Are we covering <laughs> Peter and the Wolf? Oh, my God. I knew, I knew you were going to do the Peter and the oh. Wolf bit. For the, for the first time, listeners, this is one of our classic bits. <laughs> <laughs> we do this um, every episode. You'll get yeah. sick of it, and then you'll love it again. And then you'll get sick of it. Okay. Uh, 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 um, it, that's exactly what it is, though. And we got a um a ballerina dancer named Miss Torso. Miss Torso. You've got a band of boys playing ragtime music. <sighs> Jazz? What is? It's like chambery, chambery, yeah. At one point, I thought they were playing uh, the Nancy Sinatra song, something stupid, but mm. it's close. Mm. Maybe she likes Rear Window. That would be cool. Yeah, I bet she loved it. This movie, it's good. It Let's just spoil it. Like it's good. <laughs> like, it's good. Yeah. Uh, um. Well. Well. Uh, well. No. What else? Uh, we got that uh, older woman who's sunbathing, kind of. Yes. Well, uh, there's also the couple that sleep on the fire escape. Oh, that's so. I like that because it's hot. That's fun. It's summer. Mm-hmm. In this movie, that's a cool idea. If I was married and I had a fire escape, I would say. And it was summer. And let's, it's too yeah. cold and uh, too hot. Rather, yeah. Let's try it. Oh, this is probably. Again, I don't know. Pre air conditioning. That sounds right. I was wondering this when everybody was, when it was hot. Does this take place in the same cinematic universe as Do the Right Thing? Huh. Uh, you know it does. I'm going to put up a Twitter poll right now, though, to yeah. just to be sure. It's the only way to really figure things out these days. Yes, it, it <clears throat> must be. Oh, my goodness. Because it's summer and New York. It's summer. It's New York. Now, it, it's probably a few years before, but they are I would connected. say roughly 44 years before. <laughs> Yeah. Or 34, so, 34 years before. So maybe like Danny Aiello is like a little boy. Yeah, exactly. He's 
He's learning how to make pizzas, but it's just a summertime job. He thinks he's gonna he's gonna go fight. That Nazis? would be so funny if in Rear Window they went like, ah, and you see a little Italian kid. He goes, "I'm gonna own this place someday and put Frank Sinatra's picture up on that wall." Yeah. Wink, <laughs> winky wink. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. Shout yeah, out yeah. to the best shows. Dirt bike episode. Great episode. I haven't listened. Oh, that's Check great. It out. Yeah. Uh, uh, how would we... Now, the, the mm. question I think we should pause right now. Mm. Uh, Fesh, what's the best way to incorporate a dirt bike into the movie Rear Window? Hmm. Maybe there's like a paper boy character who travels on a dirt bike? I, I think I got it. Oh, okay. This is how Grace Kelly gets into the scary man's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> they build a ramp. <laughs> she just goes straight through the window. That's good. But they don't have a ramp to get back, cause, so she yes, just has to then sneak out. But then the guy who returns is like, what the fuck is a dirt bike doing in my living room? And then that's, that's how he knows someone's there. Yeah, That's good. But oh, we're jumping at. We're doing yes. our own jump. We're jumping at. So there's a scary man who lives across the street. Yes, who has a wife. He has a wife. They f- seem to fight a lot. And then one day, there ain't no wife no more. Yeah, wife disappears. Uh, you know what? I'll just say this also for certain listeners, guys. It's Disturbia. Yeah, <laughs> DJ Caruso's 2007 thriller starring Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Disturbia. Which oh, I was gonna try and watch. As prep, but I did not. But yeah, have you seen Disturbia? I've seen Disturbia. I saw it in the theaters. My friend Steve worked at the movie theater at the time, so we saw like everything. And Fesh, yeah. the listeners would kill me if I did not ask. Yeah, did you like it? At the time, I did, but I, I hadn't seen a rear window, and I was more. I think you know, I was in love with the notion of having friends and going to movies. I'm not trying to fully discredit it. I haven't seen it since. It could be good. I, I'm not going to bat for it though. All right. Did you see Disturbia? No. Yeah. But I was pumped about the idea of it. Sure. I was like, yeah. It's a g- I was like taking credit for the movie. Like, all right, culture. We came <laughs> up with Disturbia. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, y- Wait, did you not? Dis- did you? You didn't know about Rear Window? I had not seen Rear Window yet. Either. But did you know about it? I think I knew about it. Okay. Because I remember even at the time knowing it was a remake of Disturbia or of uh, Rear Window, but not ah. caring. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. never gonna watch that was probably my attitude. Boy, was I wrong! I've watched it twice. <laughs> mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, Jason. When was the first time you saw Rear Window? I saw it in. Oh gosh, sorry. The window. Speaking uh, of Rear Window, that got oh a light God. shining right I through. Apologize. That's much co-host. better. That's good. That's good. All That's right. good. Cool. Uh, the first time I saw Rear Window was I was a freshman at NYU and mm. in a language of film class, and we watched it and talked about it, which is a fact I mentioned to my mom, and she said, oh, you'll have to, when we're done watching it, tell us what they told you about it. I'm like, I retain nothing. I <laughs> like, yeah. I was 18 and s- sad. Why yeah. would I remember? I don't remember. I was like, it's good. It's visual. That's it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. This was the first movie uh, I saw at the Sunshine after being fired from the Sunshine. This was my oh. first, like, uh, all right, let's see how weird it's going to be to go back and uh, watch a movie. 
that is such a uh, having done that with other restaurant jobs yeah. it's such a uneasy feeling of like yeah. Ooh. for me it, w- it was just a matter of like it's all it's always gonna be fine but it's just like some it's gonna be more awkward depending who's working or not so every time oh, it, went, it was just oh, like yeah. a spin of the wheel to be like i oh, hope it's this guy i hope it's this guy, you know and then at a certain point towards the end of its life it was just like well the only person who I worked with who still works there is the one guy I was hoping not to see. <laughs> so it's just a loss before we go in. So don't no need to worry about it. Hell, yeah. I, well, at Grey Dog, there were times I'm like, I'd peek in the window like, is anyone I know here? Yeah. No? Great. I'll eat here today. Exactly. It's like, yeah. oh, that guy, I don't want to. But thankfully that, with the movie but. theater, it's very it's much easier just to be like, in and leave. It's You know, I don't have to interact as Oh, much. yeah. That said, I do think they hooked me up for rear window i think i got still got free popcorn and stuff because it oh, was that's like, nice i think it was only like two months after the fact so like i knew everybody there still Ooh, um yeah but yeah uh I, I went alone sat in the very back and ate a popcorn covered in a bunch of free flavoring pop you know they had the flavors dust yeah uh, and i i had a blast i was taken to uh a dream world of magic that is film through alfred hitchcock's camera lens his camera lens is magical. Yeah. So, Just a little song. you know, certainly the most minimalist uh, movie we've covered in terms of scares. Yes. But that doesn't mean the scares themselves are small. I just mean he does the least amount of... Obviously, there's a lot of work. Yes. But what I'm getting at is that the scariest part of this movie is a man looks at the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it is scary. It does. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But like that is earned. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, I don't know, one of these leather face guys. Oh, gosh. With their blood and their hammers and their <laughs> chainsaws. This they movie, bludgeon yeah. the imagination. Books versus movies. If you have to do movies, you have to do Hitchcock. <laughs> I will say, it would be yeah. funny if this movie was exactly the same except the very end. Uh, the murdering man just goes full on. I mean, Freddy that's Kruger. an idea I've got in the back of I've had in my drafts for a while. Is a movie like Love Witch style that you make it look like it's from the fifties and sixties, and then slowly it becomes an eighties slasher, oh, but yeah, yeah. still done in the sixties style. Yeah. I think that'd be great. But I was thinking too. What's it is so interesting how it this movie kind of does defy like some basic screenwriting ideas or movie where it's just like it's. It's if if you break it down into protagonist and antagonist, it's two characters who do not meet until the very end. Yeah. And one the antagonist we barely hear from audio wise. Right. You know, we're viewing from across, you know, an apartment area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's a, a protagonist that is like immobilized. He cannot really move very far. Right. So he can't. He can't be too active, quote unquote. So it is largely all in the head and interpreting. Right. You know, and that's. But it works, and it's it's wild. You know. But yeah, but that allows it to feel more like you know a machine with cogs and machinations than just the what's the word the template of how movies are supposed to be. Like the formula yes. hasn't been so perfected, oh, yeah. so to speak. Um, but you do I, again. I've already seen this movie, but rewatching, I was like, hey, "But why is this again?" Oh, perfectly, because it's all there to send up to this perfect situation. And when mm-hmm. people complain about things in movies being, oh, that's convenient. Yeah, 
It's like, yeah, it's fake. You're watching it's, a yeah, fake thing. <laughs> yeah. It's meant to get you to maximize your entertainment. And yeah. it's like, oh, like that would really happen. How lucky for that guy. It's like, yeah, that's the people whose stories we tell are usually the people who uh, <laughs> crazy, amazing things have happened around them. You, ju- you just want to say, motherfucker, what are you, the number one Gus Van Zant fan in the world? Exactly. Oh, are you gosh. a Jerry Stan over here? Come on. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. It's not geez. a movie about two guys dying in the desert, That's walking and talking. Wait, Gus Van Zandt is the one who recreated Psycho shot for shot, right? Mm-hmm. Well, more on that later, I guess. But yes. uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is. It, it it it's a fun, you know, Rube Goldberg esque thing here with Rear Window. Yes. If if you ask me. And now we could dive into a little bit, you know, the psychology of this man. Why is, what is, you know, he's all about, he's a photographer, he's an adventurous, but what is he afraid of? Seemingly getting married. Living uh, wh- himself. He'd rather live behind the lens than in front of it. Exactly. He's dating Grace Kelly, who's a beautiful rich girl. She's a rich girl. If you think about a song, you got to sing the song. Yeah, that's, that's the, the rule. rule of this podcast. She has nice clothes and it's a, it's a part i'm not crazy she's about. a little too perfect she's so perfect oh, you can't come to the the nile yeah. with me you're, you're don't, you wouldn't have no, anyone i understand you know that not loving that i'm not gonna argue yeah. necessarily for it i just think for me this time watching it knowing that they end up together i'm like oh it's just again it's him putting the camera in front of yes himself so he doesn't have to live it's not an actual rejection of this person um, I don't think the movie is saying anything wrong about Grace Kelly. No, no, no. You know, but it, there's still some gross stuff in there. But it, yeah. it's overall, it's just it's posturing. Yeah. Oh yeah, and to the to your point, to the movie's point about Grace Kelly, she ends up being. It's one of those things. Where she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm game. Let's sneak into that guy's yeah. apartment. And he's like, oh, she's very adventurous. Right. She's she's a she's a cool lady. Like, yeah. What a catch, you know. <laughs> hey, JZT. Yes. MFK, Mrs. Torso, <laughs> Grace Kelly in this one, and then the woman who dies in the movie. <laughs> I'm going to have to say, wow. Let's kill the woman who dies in this movie. Okay, fair. Only because I don't really... We don't want to disrupt the timeline. Yeah, we don't want to disrupt yeah. the timeline. <sighs> Fuck Miss Torso. Okay, sure, sure. M- Mary Grace Kelly, I think. Can I share yeah. a fun fact that in researching this movie I found? Yes. All of the Miss Torso scenes are uh-huh. on Mr. Skin, <laughs> <laughs> which Great. is very, it's just very cute. I don't know. It's just cute to me to be like, this was fully in a movie, you know, that was released in the fifties, uncensored, like not like just as yeah. a, here's a thing that's in it. And still, t- you know, to this day, boys are like, oh, I want that Miss Torso. Though. <laughs> Ooh, if I could watch those scenes, scenes. back to back. So I guess I, you're on a website that has way more on it, but you're choosing to watch the Mrs. Torso's Miss Torso scenes. Miss Torso, looking good. Sure. Ballerina, she's an actual uh, ballet dancer. Oh. Look at you, Mr. Reese. I mean, this was a time, I feel like, at least my perception of it is, you had to be a song and dance man to be an actor at all. You couldn't just be, like, one thing. Correct, yeah. You know, you have to be a French clown before you can be an extra in a movie. Yeah. You know. Well, that's, yeah. We're not, t- you know, the Marx Brothers were traveling around doing vaudeville before they did movies. I mean, and you watch those movies and you wouldn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've made it to pictures, let's get serious. 
<laughs> you know, I've only seen one Marx Bros picture, and it was this year. Those Duck. guys are funny. They're funny. <laughs> it's oh, they're... so funny. Nonstop jokes, those guys. And it's also weirder than I thought. Like, yeah, uh, Harpo has like a living tattoo or something. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is all right. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I got into them in middle school and like this after school theater thing. One of the teachers who just was like he taught us the history of comedy. We watched yeah. Duck Soup and he's like, see, they're really into Salvador Dali. So they're really surreal. And sure, we were like, sure. whoa, yeah, yeah. cool. So, did I ever tell you about Los Muchachos de Colores Fesh? That sounds familiar. It's this is again one of those weird things where they just this this man had like total creative control over <laughs> what to do with a middle school theater program. He's like, "We're going to do sketch comedy." He's like, "I'm really into sketch comedy and the Blue Man Group lately. We're going to start our own children's Blue Man Group called Los Muchachos de Colores. We got to instead of blue though, we all got to pick our own color." Now, what does that the 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 men of the, the children of color, of children of color, got it? Of many colors, I believe. Hmm. So we did a lot of like, we watched some miming. We did some like, some nonverbal sketch comedy. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, and I wore the, I yeah. And the Marx Brothers were a part of. They were a big why? inspiration to us. We uh Dave Dave the guy who in charge of it he had us watch Duck Soup and and that was a big inspiration. Now, what was the best gag from this that you can remember? <laughs> you know, we did a lot of stuff with popcorn. We tried to get the audience to explain popcorn to us and show us how to eat it, I think. It's pretty good. That's that's about as far as I remember, yeah. It's a pretty good gag. I also remember that I wore board shorts, even though I was supposed to wear black pants. And I, I was like, <laughs> this will convey that I'm the leader. <laughs> Classic Jay-Z T. Yeah. Holy yep. <laughs> moly. <laughs> well, shout outs to Muchachos de Colores. Colores. I'm not like the other Muchachos de Colores. You're n- I you know what, Jay Z T? I like you. You're not like most Muchachos de Colores. Thank you, Fesh. <laughs> yeah. So then there's a murder. Yeah. But we don't witness the murder. This guy's been going, he leaves his apartment like three times at like 3 a.m. in the middle of the night. Very yeah. suspicious. Yeah. And and uh, Jimmy's up because what else is he doing? Yeah. He can't sleep. He can't it's sleep. Hot. He's just sitting in his wheelchair with his camera looking, spying on folks. Voyeurism. That's right. A big theme of this movie is voyeurism. Yeah. Have Which you is- ever been a big voyeurism guy, JCT? <laughs> See, I almost want to get into this. No, but it it almost feels like, like, uh, yeah, you read any article or film criticism about this movie pre like the 90s, like, oh, it's about voyeurism. Yeah. But now it's like, well, the government spies on us. Sure. Like, it almost is like a weird, we've almost just accepted it as a part of life of like, yeah, we're, we have no privacy. Or maybe that's just me living in New York for having too long. Sure. But it is, I don't know, but. I was I've definitely uh, grown up with the term people watching being like an activity that might, like we're at the mall we've done all of our mall stuff but let's do some people watching and it's not again it's not the city it's not ooh what's going on here salacious yeah. it's just like I don't know I, I I went camping with my cousin when I was like seventeen and there was like a lake. And yeah, we just sat there for hours just building our own narratives to what was happening. 
Yeah. Between all of these people who are complete strangers. So there's something to all of that. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, it, it I don't know. That doesn't feel like the goal is to invade anyone's privacy. Right. Like as soon as they leave, it's like, cool, I've, I'm done. But, uh, yeah. It's interesting. Like, uh, I read, I, I've been referencing it a lot lately. This book, the lonely city, which I just mm-hmm. read and finished. Mm-hmm. And, Ooh, he ooh snuck in that you finished it. Ooh, that's humble right. Brag. I finished a book, motherfuckers. I read a whole book. <laughs> I every page. <laughs> yeah, and there's a great chat. The first like big chapter is about Edward Hopper, who did the mm. Nighthawk, you know, painting of like painting, the restaurant yes. where everyone's alone. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she talks ab- about about. Uh, Miss Lonely Heart in Rear Window mm-hmm. and just the way you observing her like getting ready and this the disappointment of that date going badly jumping ahead a little bit but you know and it is one of those things where just like the the, the you know she gets into like that's kind of the weirdness of cities is like you're always seen but you're also so isolated you know yes you look through windows you have this connection to people that's not parasocial yes parasocial exactly. Yes. Parasocial, and so, and I was to your, when you're talking about people watching fashion, I was thinking yeah. about like some of the like times in my weirdest little moments that have devastated me the most are just like walking past a Chipotle and just seeing a devastated worker, you know. Or yeah. I remember one time, like at uh, at Italy, I was on a break and I just passed the Subway restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, and just saw one of the line cooks who I didn't really like. I thought he was like an annoying guy mm-hmm. sitting eating a Subway sandwich looking sad and it like broke my heart. Yeah, and again, course. it's like I don't for all I know he was just tired and having a great day, but I like project projected. On it. I, you know, it's a yeah. lot of projection, but it's like yeah. uh, or you know, yeah, but it is so weird how you can just yeah. Well, I feel like there's some sort of short film out there that would it, I'm sure there's plenty where it's like you see this homeless guy every day and then one day you don't and that's like it's a silent little thing and like that tells a story right yeah, yeah. Uh, baby shoes never used like you can fill in all this other tragic stuff to it oh, i mean it doesn't always have to be negative though you can project good things onto people as well and what's up? I, here's my 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 uh, my pitch for that short film mm-hmm. the homeless the homeless guy has a sign that says Give me money now, for I will soon ascend into the stars. Oh, ho, ho, ho. by God, he that crazy fucker did it. And he like, did what? it. You look up and a spaceship flies and winks and then flies yeah. away. Yeah. Um, that'd be good. Yeah. I wouldn't hate it. Uh, listen, I'm, uh, I think every short film should end with someone getting into a vehicle, winking and <laughs> disappearing. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what's up. As you classically observed after going to a student film festival, yep. If that guy just got a got motorcycle it. or a Corvette, yeah, a cher- it was a cherry Corvette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would solve his like, midlife crisis right there. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, Miss Lonely Heart's date doesn't go well. This woman's She's dead. Devastated. He's got a friend who's a detective. Yeah, and he's a like, real- yeah. and it's so fun. Again, I don't know how much of this is just movie bullshit versus I, the 1950s, but it's just like. You want me to do what? <laughs> I don't believe you. And he's, I think uh, Jimmy Stewart has a line that's like, you know, I would think a detective would want something to detect. <laughs> like, yeah. He just, he's like, I, I don't buy it. Nobody murders people. It's like, well, what is your job, dude? Yeah. It does tie into, yeah, this is this. And then I also watch Rope. Uh, well, oh, I watch yeah. A yeah. little bit of Rope. Sure. And I wasn't crazy about Rope. No, oh. fa- but. 
I just also been tired. But sure. it is just such a like murder. What's the deal with murder? It's like yeah, yeah it, it, oh you innocent well, children well, of the fifties. Sure, but rope is about not innocent children of the or people of the fifties being like, Haha, wouldn't it be funny if we murdered somebody? And Jimmy Stewart's like, Yeah, totally. And then they do, and he's like, Oh no, I shouldn't have been an edge lord this whole time. That's what that movie's about. Damn, and that's why I like it. I should. I, I gave up before Jimmy really was. Yeah, rocket. It was late too, but yeah. Sure. Rope. I take it. I, oh, but I, I also again. I also brought it up to reference Fesh's classic tweet. Oh, thank you. Please. Which was something to the effect of "Say what you bill." The movie Rope. Movie opens. There's a rope. You get what you paid for. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, first shot is a rope. First now shot. in this movie, is the first shot through a rear window? Oh gosh! It's very well, early on. If it's not, it's the kind first. of a panning shot, as I remember. Yeah, but it, very quickly, under a minute, you get introduced to the titch of the real window. Yes, so that's good. He's sleep. He's got his cast. He's sleeping. Yeah. You see the photos he took that broke his leg, as well as the broken camera. Yeah, and again, visual storytelling. Yeah, you gotta tell. We should make this podcast more visual. Oh. Brother, <laughs> oh, we, we brother! Find a way to make this audio podcast. Oh, jeez! Could you be serious for one second? Okay, but fine. <laughs> one second over. Oh, I'm back to being I a goofball. Right into that one, didn't I? Yes, you absolutely uh, walked right but, into that. Yes, but the 1950s, yeah, murder being a premise is, yeah, that's an interesting disconnect. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, this guy's like, oh, it just cops on their off days. Just like, I don't want to do this. Well, I take my best pictures on my off day. He's this a, is what Jimmy Stewart responds, claps back with. Cla- yeah. Oh, if you want to see this Jimmy Stewart clap back. has a lot of clapbacks. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Stewart makes Nancy Pelosi look like uh, Mother Teresa with the <laughs> epic clapbacks in this film. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, got him. Had to, got had to, dude. You just murked. N- n- who's the victim of that sentence? Nancy Pelosi. I think so. <laughs> yeah, uh, you murked her. Um, yeah, snappy, snappy dialogue in this bad boy. Um, one thing, <laughs> and then, what's up? No, uh, one no, more I- punch up for this movie. Okay. Uh, we've already got the dirt bike that make that takes the yeah. movie from a you know, it just it just turns up the volume. <clears throat> if Jimmy Stewart's apartment had a gunner seat, and then <laughs> Thelma Ritter went, your apartment has a gunner seat, <laughs> and then well, we could do a POV shot with a crosshair, and it's them <laughs> trying to gun down the guy as he's coming, but he keeps be- it, the lead is just too off, and yeah, yeah, it's like oh, would have been good. Yeah. So one thing that I'm sure we're going to chart throughout all of this uh, is the different use of music with old Hitchcock. Yes. And this all of it's diegetic in this bad boy. No score. Yeah. Except for like the opening, I think. But, uh, yeah. But in terms of the narrative, it's just that band playing music when there's music. Yeah. Oh, and I was that was another thing that really struck me was just the, you know, in most of the shots that are where it's him looking, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, scenes basically where he's just it's like the 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 entire disconnect between 
like the visual and the sound. Like we don't hear anything inside the apartments. So or just it's, barely. It's not yes. perfectly muted. That's yeah. what I really liked about it. It's not totally silent, but you still can't make it out. Yeah. It's just the faint yeah, the faintest hint of what they're doing, you know. And then yeah. too, that mixed with just like city soundscape Ooh, music. You gotta love a city the, soundscape. It's a great yeah, it just it does like it paints the picture of everything outside of it, you yes. know. And and that's that was really cool. When you're shooting a picture, you gotta paint a picture. Write that down, film <laughs> school kids. When you're shooting a picture, you gotta paint a picture. Yeah. Uh, sorry. There you go. Um Oh, good. But yeah, and, the, uh, and then it basically comes down to uh, all right. So that those flowers have been pushed up, man. What's going on with those flowers over there? This guy must have buried a body. This dog starts sniffing around those flowers. The next day, dog dead. And every the dog dies. The owner is mourning loudly. Everyone in the apartment building comes out to to see what Except happened. Except. The guy yes. who we propose yes. is murdering and our protagonists. <laughs> they also yes. do not come to the window. <laughs> Who's the one guy that didn't go? You, Jimmy. You also didn't go. So, perhaps Jimmy's the murderer. I no. think in this essay, I will tell you why this is a fight club situation. <laughs> yes. If there's anything... And, uh, is someone out there, if you don't have a New Year's resolution yet, <laughs> make more YouTube videos where you allege that some character is a figment of another character's imagination. We need more of those. Exactly, because it's not like all characters are a figment of somebody else's imagination <laughs> to begin yeah. with. It must be. that. Uh, it's so. Again, it's fun when you first hear it. You're like the, the Ferris Bueller one. You're like, huh. And then yeah. you think about it for five seconds. You're like, no, no, no. that's not it. But that's that's cute. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um. So he so the murderer guy doesn't come to the window. So that just doubly confirms their suspicions as far as they're concerned. And darling, we got to send you over there to investigate. Quite yeah. frankly, he's gone. So let's do it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> like that's pretty much. And he keeps making. Yeah, he keeps he's making like long distance. How long he goes and yeah. He's making long-distance phone calls. He's getting letters back from his wife, but, you know, they just why would she leave her jewelry? And that's then my Grace she, Kelly impression. That's very good. Thank you. Um, and when she goes over there, she finds the wedding ring. The wedding ring. Because everything they've been finding beforehand has been like, ah, you're right, but... You know, technically, she doesn't have to take her jewelry with her. But the wedding ring? It's oh. illegal for her not to get a wedding ring. That's it. It's over, buddy. You're done, Now, Which I, I ultimately do agree with and understand, but it is the way they say it makes it sound like, they found the body. Yeah, like, yeah. That's when it gets, you're just very hit with, oh, this is the 50s. Like, yes, I have yes. to remember how culture was that. yeah which is another point like uh it's I, I i didn't fully grasp it but when the detective is over at jimmy stewart's place and he mm -hmm. sees like grace kelly's like dress or something yeah is it like oh, a thing it's like wait a minute she's not your wife but oh, she's gonna God. spend the night yeah yeah, yeah. You, Whoa. you're lucky i'm your friend and i'm not gonna arrest you buddy <laughs> i don't know if it would be necessarily arrest but it would ruin his their both of their reputations yeah Maybe I don't know. 
Wild Could you? Stuff. Oh, guys, uh, here you go. Jay Z, you're gonna you're gonna do great with this. Here's the premise: okay. Jimmy Stewart on Tinder. Uh, no fatties. Uh, send nudes. Uh, 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 yeah, you like this fish? I caught it myself. Here's me and my boys, Durrell Dur- and Traymon. I, uh, hi. Jimmy we Stewart su- is desperate on Tinder. <laughs> oh, Jesus. my God. I can't believe I super liked you. This is so embarrassing. Oh, but you like me back. So, hey, what are you up to this weekend? Disconnect. Yep. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart would yeah be I think be very desperate on 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 Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> or and you know what else? Yeah, <sighs> I'm sorry to say, it, Jimmy, he'd probably oh. get fooled by the Tinder bots. Well, what's the situation? Is he was he, he born matches. in 1985, or is he uh, teleported to our modern day? Or he's still alive. He's still horny, and he's trying to fuck. So he is a hundred years old or something. He's a hundred years old. Yeah, but he loves to Wait, get down. When did Jimmy Stewart die? Jimmy look Stewart up. died. Ooh. Do you have a guess before we look it up? I'm gonna guess 1997. Nailed <gasps> it. I nailed it. At the age of 89, he died two days. Oh, he died two days before the Fourth of July. That's so <laughs> sad. <laughs> Jimmy didn't get to see 1997's Fourth of July, Aww, celebrating was... 220 years of America. Oh, he, oh, he didn't get to see the fireworks before he died. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we had we, to. We had to. We simply had to. Um, well, that's crazy that, I don't know, I'm bad at all this stuff, I guess, but I was like, I didn't, I, I would have thought the 80s, I didn't think I, I bre- breathed the same air as uh, James Stewart, but I, I guess I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know where he died? Did you see where he died? Your I favorite believe. Weezer song? Beverly Hills, <laughs> that is where James Stewart <laughs> died. Give me a what he die? <laughs> he died of prostate cancer. Oh, 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 oh no! I don't <laughs> Is that true? It doesn't say. That was a guess. Oh, okay. Let's see. What? Death, death, death. Final years. His wife Gloria died of lung cancer. Okay. He fell in 1945. Was oh. hospitalized for that. Irregular That's why he's in the heartbeat. wheelchair and rear window. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, he had a pulmonary embolism? Yeah, okay, pulmonary heart attack. Uh, okay, well, not yeah. much fun to mind jokes no. from this, I'll be honest. This is, uh, he went to Princeton, and he was a Republican. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He was, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you seen Mank yet, Fesh? No. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. You seen, uh... Soul yet? I have. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's a cute, cute little movie. <laughs> I feel like Pixar is just like f- a section of Pixar is just like making the same movie and over and over until they perfect it. And like, oh, oh yeah, I think we got it now. I think we got <laughs> it. This is it. Let's come up with yeah. New, I don't know new. how we can keep doing this any fir- like how could we can heighten this or even yeah. de heighten what we've already done. But we've done the emotions. We've done the soul. What it? But yeah. what if? I mean, also like monsters and emotions and like it's it's 
They've done a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's bureaucracy to those Pixar guys. Yes. Oh, my God. It's like, hey, guys, chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Pixar, you deserve a break. Yeah. Guys, go get a milkshake. Fesh, when's the last time you drank a milkshake? That's actually a great... I I don't know if that's a great question, but (laughs) I don't have an answer ready to go is what I mean. Um, So, uh, huh. It might... Yeah. I just bring it up because I really dropped the ball yesterday. I could have gotten a milkshake at In N Out Burger and I didn't. Damn, dude. Drive after already placing my order, driving by and seeing the menu was like, fuck. That would have been nice. I honestly can't think. It might not have been in the year twenty twenty. It might No. No. It would be probably January. At the Nighthawk? At Big Daddy's Diner. Very cool. Which is now closed, unfortunately. Although I could see myself maybe have gotten one at Alamo since then at a Terror Tuesday or something. Yeah. But either way, Q1 2020. You're right. I think, oof. Candyman. Yes. I had one, too. Oh, and it was good. So, yeah. February of 2020. Same answer, actually. Weird. I think the I same moment is the answer th- for both yes. of us. The same moment. I think moment? I had like the peanut butter cup one, nice. peanut butter chocolate milkshake. I think I had cookie dough. Could it have been Damn. cookie dough? Dude, that that would rule. So she's over at the fire. She finds the wedding ring. She finds a wedding ring. Does a very fun thing where she her back is turned. She's wearing it and she's like wiggling her fingers to be like, mm, Jimmy, look, the, here it is, the proof. The yeah. guy sees that, but the cops are there, so he can't really act. He's already started Homer Simpson strangling her, <laughs> but then the cops come in. Yes. He's like, she broke into my apartment, and she's, uh, we can't really hear how she gets out of it. But maybe it's like, a woman doing a crime? I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> this lady, you're on one. We must call your husband <laughs> and get you to a nunnery. But okay, tisk tisk. Uh, and then they do, right? Because like, the cops and her, like, go. Yes, they take her away like a. Oh, it's, so maybe it's, they do. It's like a, oh, it's the first time breaking it. It'll be like two hundred fifty yeah, yeah. bucks right. to get Which, her out I of mean, jail. I mean, then is a lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Hey, it let me like look it up. It's always fun to look up how much money was at a different. Time. Oh yes, there's that website where you can convert. Yeah, nineteen fifty four dollars. Well, that's just gonna look up the amount of dollars you probably have. Oh, there we go. <clears throat> wow. Wow. Mm. Cumulative price change is 867.93%. Wow. That's wild. So $100 today is $967.39. Hell yeah. So if that's a $250 fine, that's like damn near $2,000, dude. <laughs> that okay. Is, that's, oh, that's well over $2,000. That's bad. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's is that the fine, or were you just pulling that out of the air? <sighs> uh, that's what I recall is the fine. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> I ain't paying that. Because I think, yes. <sighs> I don't want No, not it. Shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn it. Not it. I think we're but good. But then I'm so. sure <laughs> they drop it when they find out he was the murderer. I don't know if that's how the law works, though. Maybe they lessen the fine? Perhaps. Drop the charges? I, I don't know. 
Yeah, does he have charges to drop anymore now that he's... That's the thing, because she did break in. And yeah. It's like, she didn't have a warrant. And Yeah. Ooh, but maybe this is before whatever president is set. That's say. right. I don't know anything about history. I'm realizing lately that I'm kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> I watched a movie. Yeah, oh, oh, watching Wonder Woman, I was like, and World War One. <laughs> there, a guy got shot. Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. I know that because there's a band. And yeah, oh, the Germans were bad then too. Uh, I honestly don't know. I just, I was like, shit. We should do, but high that school movie over. isn't isn't really. Well, that would be kind of fun, JCT. If you and I, I yeah, Twenty One Jump Streeted it up. Um, just to learn, you know. Just to learn? No, honestly, just to learn. Well, we had that th- idea of just doing a a freshman year multimedia class as adults, like <laughs> on our own time. Oh uh, yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah, but, but Wonder Woman in nineteen eighty four also is like World War Two didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, eh, who cares? It's like, that's a pretty big thing to skip over. But we still have punk bands like Bad Brains and Cro-Mags, but they're not r- writing songs about World War II. Yeah. Eh. 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 Um, it was fun. Sure. Anyone? Yeah. Uh, sure. But we're uh, talking weird window. We finished up our, our current movies and milkshakes corner. Yes. Movies and milkshakes. What is this? The nineteen fifties? When Rear Window came out, I don't think so. so. Um. So then the guy again, as I said, the most the scary part of the movie is the guy looks up at the camera and you're like, oh no, he now officially hundo percent knows it's coming because there there's a little bit of a ba- dance back and forth of like him thinking maybe it's coming from that general direction, but now he knows and he's coming over now. And he comes in, and the apartment's all dark. And what I is, like it, yeah. Yeah. And what is He's Jimmy in shadows. Jimmy's yeah. in shadows. He has his uh, camera. He can't fight him. He can't fight him. He's in a wheelchair. Kachink! <laughs> Photos flash. Ah! Photos. He's blinding the guy. Blinded. And then I love the like changing the light bulb. That's some ASMR-esque yes. stuff for me, that clinking and clinking. Oh, I love it. Here's a question, though. Yes. And I don't want to just keep going back to my classic well of like, I don't know, they were the it's the 50s so they're dumber. The guy can't put together what's happening and cover his eyes. That's a <laughs> yes. Like it's ha- it happens like 6 times. Like dude, after 2, you got to know he's going to do it again. Yeah. I guess he's like, I don't want to stumble in the dark. I could trip on a table. That's fair. That's fair. But you're going to stumble in the dark if you don't close your eyes, bud, cuz he's going to blind you with this damn camera. Yeah. Have you ever been blinded by a damn camera? Thankfully, no. Yeah, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. You know what did happen to me? Not blinded, but deafened uh, in film school. We were like working with a big light, and the light bulb exploded. Oh, no. And I was pretty close to it, and it just so fucking loud. It was like, Oof. that's the moment. Like, I am done with lights. I'm done with lights. They're too <laughs> dangerous. Too loud. So that's why if you watch any of JZT's short films, they're all in <laughs> pitch black. <laughs> yep. And uh, and then and then it's me going. So what what you're missing is, <laughs> and then it was pretty good, you know. Very cool. That's why I. Ne- that's why. Yeah. And then 
He throws them over the Royal Rumble style. Jimmy Stewart's hanging yeah. out of the rope. Is he going to skin the cat? Come on. Come on, Jimmy. Come on. Skin the cat. But they, no, instead it's a Kofi spot because he gets knocked down and everybody catches him and his feet never hit the floor. <laughs> yeah. He does break a second leg, though, but yeah. That's true. Does. Okay, but only one foot hits the floor. This is the original Kofi spot is what I'm getting at. Is yes, Kofi yeah. Kingston must have been watching Rear Window a, a week before the Royal Rumble and said, I can do that. I can do that, yeah. Yeah. Um, funny, uh, again, I, uh, green screens, blue screens, whatever screen color it is. Mm-hmm. Have never gotten any better. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's from 1954, and it looks just as good as any Avenger movie. Yeah, <laughs> like it holds up as well as yeah. a movie from a year ago holds yeah. up. Or it's just like that doesn't. Some look of good. them even look worse because there's some weird like edging stuff that they're trying to blur, and it's like no. Yeah, you're just drawing attention to it now. It dare I say, just. We need more verite. We need two things in movies going forward. Oh. We need we need more eroticism in Marvel films. Of course. And we need more verite in all movies. No more green screens. Now, what is verite? Sorry. Reality. Truth. No. Oh, balls. Realism. Balls. <laughs> we need more balls in movies. Yeah. I agree. I think, honestly, Hitchcock's a coward for not throwing Jimmy Stewart out of a second-story window onto a group of people. <laughs> yeah. You go to a GCW show, and a high schooler's doing that. Like, yeah. come on. Come on. Joey Janela can do it, but Jimmy Stewart yeah. can't. Joey Janela and Jimmy Stewart, you know, they're contemporaries. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Joey Janela is the Jimmy Stewart of professional wrestling. Wouldn't oh, you absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um. And then it, it, they take the guy to jail. They come back, and they're listening to music. They're having a nice afternoon in the apartment. Grace yeah. Kelly's wearing a red sweater, if I remember correctly. She's reading a, a book about the Himalayas, but then when her boy's asleep, back to Harper's Bazaar, back to fashion. Well, that's... It's like, yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> it's a whatever. weird judgment call, it's, but it's like, but yeah, so whatever. what? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, she's having fun. I don't think she'll hate going to the Himalayas if they go. No, no. that's my. P- I'm like, it almost feels like the movie's like, oh, but I'm like, she's a diverse lady. She's got a lot of interests. She can yeah. have fun. Yeah, yeah. be yeah. not so binary. 1950s culture. Yeah, 1950s culture can learn a lot from the internet. Today. <laughs> Dude, if you dropped the internet on Jimmy Stewart's ass, he'd go crazy. That's now, what are how these they t- them pronouns? <laughs> I'm on da- I'm like, I don't want to date a multiple people. I want to date what? What? <laughs> okay, all right, what? all right, all right, oh, Jimmy. 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 That's how Jimmy gets onto Tinder, and that's how he gets scared. discovers more about himself. That he's more open-minded than even he even ever dreamed. That is one of the things I know, Fesh. History. Yeah. I think it's from World War II because all the soldier boys shipped out of New York City. So <laughs> they were coming. All the soldier boys, uh, tell them, yeah. came from, you know, all over the U.S., but then they were, in, they were in New York City for like a week or whatever before they poured it out. Yeah. And a lot of them discovered they were gay through New York secret gay culture. There you go. And, so, and then they like, you know, went, fought in the war. 
pew, 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 pew. We went. <laughs> and then on the way back to like wherever they were, you know, the Nebraskas, the sure. Wisconsins of the world, they're like, hey, that gay stuff, that was cool. That was pretty joke. I will bring this with me to Nebraska. Very cool. I'll start my own gay scene here in. So, <laughs> World War II, not so bad after all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, near World War II is the gayest war of them all. In a good w- Yeah. In a, oh, we mean that as a good thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. mean that as a good thing. Well. Yeah. What a cool movie. A cool movie. Yeah. Ruin is fun. It's fun. It fucks. It, it, it slaps. It slaps, yeah. Shall we scare meter this puppy? Yeah, what's your scare meter, buddy? I will you know, seven. Yeah. But a, a good thrill. That's what that's what that, that that's a weird example of a thing where it's like it's I don't feel like it's going for anything higher than a seven. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it, it perfectly accomplishes what it wants out of it. I mean, truly the moment when, yeah, Grace Kelly's like, look what I did. I did yeah. it. And you just see, you see the them in the hallway. Like, oh, it's like, ah, you, you, you got to scream. You you have to scream. Now, here's one last question before we go. Yes. Do you think Green Day was inspired by this movie when they were making their movie or their music video for When I Come Around? That must have been a point of discussion on I set. Great music video, great song. It's a LaRonde. That music yes. video is a LaRonde. Yes. The music video is a LaRonde. Funny you should mention that, Fesh. I just remembered when I was in sixth or seventh grade, that was the first song I listened to on New Year's Day of that year. I hey, decided hey. I want to start this year off right. right. I'm going to listen to it. The first song of this year is When I Come Around. It's a good song. Green Day. Yeah. Good song, good video for a great movie. (laughs) (laughs) We should recut a music video. Oh, God. If I had the time, man, that would have been done before we recorded this. Mm hmm. If only. Oh, yeah, I do have an Adobe. Don't worry about it. Membership. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to fuck around with Yeah, it's okay. Hey, hey, hey. Our overlords, Adobe, we love you. We praise you. Yep. Adobe, they have a, a, a monopoly on everything, it seems. <sighs> Can't go anywhere without. Oh, do you have your Adobe card? <laughs> no, I left it at home. Well, go home, buddy. This is an Adobe-only coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> well... Happy New Year, JZT. Happy New Year. Um, oh, should we quickly do our Mountain Goat song? Oh, of course. That was the element that was missing. Probably should have done this first. Yes. <laughs> it's oh, a well. thing I thought could easily... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Two. Great. I got a perfect ten. Me too. All right. And these are current top ten. This is not less... Correct. Every not New Year... all-timer... This is not a playlist. This is just ranking your current top ten. Yes. MGs. Yes. Uh, okay. w- would you like to start, Fesh? Do you want me to just power through all ten of them? Yeah. Song for Greg Valentine at number ten. High Excellent. Hawk Season from at number nine. Song for an Old Friend number eight. I'll start doing the number first. Number seven, Possum by Night. Number six, Horseradish Road. 
Number five, picture of my dress. Oh, yeah. Number four, Hebrews 1140. Number four, or three, I'm sorry, jeez. Uh, Blue Jays and Cardinals. Number two, last gasp at Kamal- Kalama. And number one, getting into knives. Terrific. Excellent. I will go with mine. Shall we? Shall we? Go for it, dude. Okay. Because I guess, well, first, you know, great list, Fesh. Thanks, JZT. My list, number 10, yeah. Matthew 25, 21. Mm-hmm. Number nine, picture of my dress. Hey, I love that. Song. Number eight, first few desperate hours. Mm. Number seven, Alon Raid. Mm. Wait, what is that from? Uh, the the songs for Pierre Chauvin. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Me and my crew. Yes, we will deal with you. Was six, last gas at Kalama. Uh, yeah, I love that one. It's a, it's a great one. It's on my list too. If yes. You, eagle-eared listeners will know that's been on both of our lists. <laughs> Number five, Southwood Plantation Road, off Tallahassee. Number four. From the recent live albums, Heel Turn 2 from the oh. Jordan Lake Sessions. I really oh. like that version yeah. of that. Uh, number three, Prowl, Great Cane from All mm. Eternal Decks. I'm not guilty, but I ca- I feel guilty, but I can't feel ashamed. You know, yes. great line. Number two, Heretic Pride. Mm. And heretic, number one, Heretic, heretic. Pride. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And num- number one, I'm just such a pagan. Such a whatever. Number one, (laughs) old college try. What a beautiful, sad song. Yeah. I mean, truly, this year was the theme of the year. That's the one that goes, I'm going to take my horse to the old college try. And I will take (laughs) my (laughs) horse to the old town road (laughs) with you. If you will. (laughs) That's good. Go. Uh, yeah. you know, all the way back. People have made anybody who knows both is already uh, happy that we made the comparison. We don't need to get more specific. They're doing the math in their head. <laughs> yeah, They're yeah. rolling. <laughs> yes. Well, well what a way to start a goddamn new year. Huh? Yeah. Boy, and I guess oh that's a yearly tradition, huh? First episode of the year. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll update the mountain goats list. Sounds good. Sounds good. So what do we got next week? Is next next is birds? No. Uh, vertigo. 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 With hopefully our friend Casey Donahue, I assume. Let's hope. <laughs> Classic. Oh, I broke the pot. You, you never yep. know. Let's see. Um, He's down. We just have vertigo, to send a Vertigo. Vertigo. Like Panama. Vertigo. I don't know. <laughs> damn, damn, Is that a good one? Vertigo. I. Vertigo. Yeah. Vertigo. I met a friend named Vertigo. What's that one? It sounds familiar. Well, that's like you too. Do 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 do. Oh, just the song Vertigo. Yeah, yeah. But then I tried to, I tried and failed to add some new lyrics. But oh well. So Fesh, a new year. Well, yeah, we'll have to start that episode with Unoto's Trace Catorza, then, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> People just know that's coming. You guys, g- the sooner you go to sleep, the sooner you can wake <laughs> up to hear us sing Vertigo. If you do that for seven days. The sooner you do that seven days in a row. Go into a coma. Yeah, yeah. 
take some over-the-counter sleeping pills, whatever you got to do to just fully knock out for a week. Well, this has been, as promised, a banger of an episode. It's a banger episode. <laughs> I think definitely will go down in the uh, the annals of great I Was Scared 2 episodes. Mm-hmm. You got Hereditary. <laughs> you got, you got <laughs> Saw 7. Uh, and you got, you got the Rear, Babadook and, Babadook Rear, Window. and Rear Window. Yep, those are canonical ones. Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for banging with us, folks. Dude, we loved banging with y'all. Um, and, and yeah, we'll be you back. know, we're always going to be banging you. You can count on it. A banging every Friday. Yeah. Or whenever you listen to. Whenever you listen, Mom. Because that's how podcasts work. <laughs> yep. To full oh, circle. what a full circle. A LaRonde. This podcast was a LaRonde. Damn it. Yep. All right, folks. We love you. Sayonara. Bye. Telling the truth can be dangerous. Perfect episode. Telling the truth can be dangerous business. Lying and podcasting go hand in hand. If you admit you were scared of a movie, then I was scared too could be your jam.